arriving. Arriving where? Here. Arriving when? Now. Arriving into this present moment in this room under these conditions, external and internal. Deliberately inclining the mind towards being present. Aiming and connecting to the ever-present flowing moment. Arriving, arriving. Knowing that you're deliberately doing this in order to be available to the moment. Arriving. You gradually or all at once feel yourself present. You are in relation to yourself in the moment. Mindfulness is front and center. There is a felt sense to being here and now, to being available. Notice your unique way that you have a felt sense. Mindfulness, strong, present, not doing anything other than registering what's true. How do we know that we've become available? Because there is some sense of choice. Choice as to where we place our attention. Choice as to what we're about. And so we align. We align with Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. We align with the Eightfold Path, wise view, wise intention. Wise view is like an aspiration, a wise aspiration as to the direction we're going, what we're cultivating. Wise intention is this very moment. This very moment. Based on what? based on our deepest values, based on the teachings of the Buddha, of non-harming, of loving-kindness. And the use of renunciation to the degree that it empowers our staying aligned. The wholesomeness of arriving, becoming available, and aligning.
gives us the momentum as we move into what arises as experiences in our minds. These so-called objects that arise in the mind, objects of experience. We are available and aligned to be in wise relationship as we turn our attention to the actual experience of moment to moment using the framework of the Satipatthana. And for today's meditation of instruction, it is around body experience. So we gently but firmly turn our attention to the body. Not judging the body, not comparing the body as to what we think it should be or if only. Not fixing the body but rather receiving the experience here and now, the immediate experience of the felt sense of body. For you, you may be noticing the body as a whole or the various sensations that are arising and passing. Or there's one experience maybe of the breath because you've used the breath so much that's predominant. The body is felt through the breath. However you are experiencing the body, please include this feeling of being present. You're available moment to moment through mindfulness to know the body. There may be feelings and sensations or energetic experiences that don't have a name, but nonetheless, that's the felt sense of the moment. So broad in acceptance, not trying to control any story that's coming up, an interpretation of, oh, I'm not ready for this, I'm too new, I don't know what he's pointing to. Those are all interpretations. Stay with the experience of the body, here, now. This embodied awareness allows this to happen.
so mysterious. Bring your attention to the lower half of the body, to the pelvic area. Feel through skin, through soft tissue, to the bones of the pelvis. It's not a mental exercise of concept. It's feeling, trusting your feeling into these bones, the sit bones that you're sitting on, on the cushion, the chair, the bench. The primary experience that we have with the bones of the body is the earth element of the four elements. The earth element being felt here and now. Earth element, earth element. Hard, firm, heavy. And likewise, the thighs, the bones in the thighs, the femur, through skin, through soft tissue, to the bones, hard, firm, heavy, earth element. Knees, lower leg bones, hard, firm, heavy, earth element, earth element, flowing into the ankles, the feet, the many bones of the toes, through skin, through soft tissue, to the bones, hard, firm, heavy, earth element, earth element. If you will, please, invite the earth element in the body to rest on earth. This is a natural release, natural relationship. We call this relationship gravity. Sitting in the bones, sitting in the bones, earth element resting on earth.
earth element characterized by a stillness, a steadiness, relatively still. The mind can become still like the earth element. collecting and unifying. In the stillness of the earth element, we may spontaneously start to notice the presence of the wind element, that which we call breath, taking the stillness, the steadiness, of the earth element as front and center as we shift attention to the wind element we so can experience movement. It may be in pulsation, vibration, tingling, belly moving, chest moving, the breath at the nostrils. Pressure. All of these manifestations of the wind element in the body. the steadiness of the earth element providing the background or the ground. The mind is steady on knowing breath, knowing it as wind element. Be the breath long or short, slow or fast, these are just characteristics every experience has characteristics we notice them to stay present with the chosen object Breath moving. Non-conceptual, but actual experience. The breath may be faint or strong. It may only be felt as a tingling 
or a pressure or a vibration. Or there may be a strong feeling in the belly, the chest, the nostrils, just the tip of the nostrils. Being present, being available to the moment, we truly know the experience of the moment. Notice any feeling of the mind being collected and unified. This is concentration. Notice the energy of your attention. Steady, steady. Relaxed attention. Softening into our object of breath. Or for you it might be sound or body sensations. Whatever your chosen object is. Mindfulness can be felt. You know you're mindful. No need to comment on it. Stay with the immediacy of experience, please. Notice for yourself that for some length of time, whether it's a half breath or many breaths, just one full breath, 
that you can stay steady in your attention on an ever-changing object like the breath. Steady like the earth element is steady. This inquiry is investigation. Available for deeply knowing our experience. This investigation is available, does not always have to be used. But this capacity is available, and we know it. Steady on the breath. Breath characterized by movement. What is movement but energy?
If you discover your mind is wandering, just start over. No commenting, no judging. Just return to your commitment.
So we can discover that we have a steadiness to our practice, that we can collect and unify the mind, that this is something we can do, that we can hold our attention for half a breath, a full breath, three breaths. We can hold steady. And there's a felt sense of that steadiness of attention. For some people, the earth element, working with the elements is one of the four, one of the many ways that we work with the first Satipatthana. And for many people, uh, that, they, that evoking the earth element in its steadiness, you know, it's just steady. It's just steady. And we get the felt sense of steady. And then we learn to have attention that's steady on the breath. All this felt sense, not as now I want to really be steady, but we cultivate steadiness, and then steadiness is like this. And uh, so it is with each of these uh, awakening factors that the mindfulness starts to have more continuity. There's more of a felt sense. We know when we're mindful, mindfulness becomes more interesting. What is mindfulness? For me, in my experience, you and your experience, it, it just we 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 drop into an interest level, and that's that curiosity, that's that investigation, investigation, and so forth, and so our our our, our, our practice becomes more. Well, uh, uh, we sometimes use the word strong because there's more of a that sense of continuity to it, and there's more flexibility of the mind and so forth. And please, please, please start with your experience, not with the concept. What are you experiencing now? You know, and you just notice you're interested. That's again, you're mindful and you're investigating. And that brings that energy, which brings then that rapt attention, which can go into rapture or can go much more into this uh, mindfulness that's really bright and uh, alert. And so we, we, we're taking our, our first big step today in the way we're practicing. This is what we're exploring today. And each day we'll add more instructions coming out of the evening talk. One thing that comes up that can be a little sticky wicket is that when we start practicing, we can uh, start making, taking views about ourselves. So we can uh, start judging our practice. I don't know what he's talking about. I can't do that, whatever it may be. Rather than staying available for the experience, we actually abandon ourselves through judging. Or we, we sit in there and go, oh, everybody's doing this better than me. I, I can't do this. I, I should have gone to a day long, not a whole retreat. That's comparing ourselves to others. And we fall into it. The, the nature of the ego is that it has is, it is learned to judge and compare and make stories, right? Does anybody feel an exception to their ego? I suspect not. And then the other thing that the mind tends to do is, is look around for something to fix. Oh, well, if I could just sit a little straighter. And so then we try to impose that straightness, you know, uh, or if uh, if I can just I can get myself so comfortable that, that that I don't get that pain right in the shoulder blade or whatever it may be. So we start fixing the experience often before we've even stayed with it to see, well, does it fix itself? 
Or is it that much of a big deal one way or the other? We jump ahead. We leave the moment. We're not staying in the moment. We jump ahead and we're good because we're imagining we are gonna we're gonna fix rather than trusting, trusting Buddha Dharma Sangha, trusting our own capacities. So as a counter to this, for some number of years, uh, uh, I've been offering a renunciation practice, and this is what we are invited to do this morning, is for you to, uh, to go into a renunciation just for the length of the retreat of, of your judging mind. Judging is saying good or bad, creating a, a selfing around good, oh, I'm good yogi, bad yogi, comparing mind, which is better than, worse than, or fixing mind, which is instead of being with, jumping to make it other. So those are these three tendencies of mind that we're, we're going to take as practice renunciations, only practice renunciations. We're only practicing with this. We're not promising we're going to be able to do it, but we're including this in our intentionality. And so I'm going to lead us through this. It'll be a four-part phrase for each of these three. And speaking through your mask, please, out loud. But, but, but not, you're just quiet. You don't have to be yelling at through the mask. But through the mask. So here we go. And remember, it's like a, you're only doing this for the retreat. For the duration of this retreat, I renounce judging mind as best I am able. For the duration of this retreat, I renounce comparing mind as best I am able. For the duration of this retreat, I renounce fixing mind as best I am able. So now we're protected. Protected from whom? <laughs> yes. And it, this is an orientation, you see. It's a, it's a way to like when your mind's doing all that, you go, oh, I remember I'm not, I've renounced this. And so you have a, you have an, a way of uh, reordering the experience in that way. It's been very helpful to a lot of people. There's probably, by this point, some thousands of people you've worked with this. And as, as best I am able is, is not a, uh, 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 is to be used as a bypass, but it's to be reminded that we, we're just practicing. We're practicing what? Practice. But what do we start to do? We practice results. <laughs> and Results come from practice, but if we practice results, we're actually not staying in the experience. We're 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 uh, in a different relationship. the The practice brings the results. The resulting is imposing some sort of a concept, some sort of a narrative, 
something in between you and your immediate experience. This is such a valuable understanding, and it can take, you know, a few retreats, a few years to really like get the fullness of this. It's a kind of a, a minor little awakening. So, um, and again, with the, um, the, the, we're just we're just opening to these awakening factors. No big, um, no big. Um, feeling around it. The next, uh, the next thing for the morning is to once again visit walking meditation. So we're interested in walking meditation uh, uh, because we tend to think everything's supposed to happen or the real juice is there on the cushion. I can remember doing a walking meditation when I was I was just diligently doing the walking practice with uh i was have, i did have a lot of gratitude i was uh, this was at the very beginning of my practice when I'd finally found Joseph Goldstein and Sharon Salzberg whom really were the first teachers that I really resonated with and i'd had a lot of teachers that I didn't fit with very well so this was I was doing my walking practice with gratitude, so I was really walking you know, really i was staying present with the walking. And out of nowhere came this big understanding. I had not thinking about anything. And suddenly it was this big insight. And that happens in walking. So we it's it's the insight can arise in walking. We also in the walking, we we this energy that gets collected when we're sitting, it gets to move. And we want that energy to be moving. We don't want to get all stuffed up. So it has a, an advantage like that. We, we also are uh, practicing in the first Satipatthana, uh, the, the, as I said last night, awareness of the body, sitting, standing, lying down, and moving. So with that moving, we're, we're wanting to, in our regular lives, we do a lot of movement. And so we certainly want our mindfulness to stay present in the movement. And as we as we as we investigate movement, what is movement externally, then we start to see oh the mind has movement also, and sometimes it's more still, sometimes it's kind of like tuned out. We we start to have a feeling internally about movement, so we we're gaining from that direct experience because we're being mindful in our movement, and that will also help our sitting practice. So balancing energizing, uh, creating the thing for insight and uh, empowering our daily lives and a continuity of mindfulness for all of these reasons um, that we're really encouraging the, the, the movement, the walking. You can walk uh, and it's great to take a, a hike at some point in the day, but we're talking about walking practice where there's a contained space where we're going back and forth. Why? Because the ego likes it when we're going somewhere. But it's not so happy when it's just going back and forth. So, but we are gaining a freedom. We're, having, we're gaining choice. That choice I talked about in availability. We gain choice by this, by this um, cultivation of mindfulness in, in the walking in this way. Another great time to practice walking where you're not going back and forth is when you're walking down uh, to the dining hall. 
in that morning when you come out of that sit and your mind's clear to feel your body walking down. This, this, the, the body is walking down and I know the body walking down. This embodied awareness. It's beautiful and at lunch and you can, you can be mindful of like, is there an urge to walk faster somehow? Because the, 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 the thing of eating is already creating a desire even though you may not have a thought of it. But you can, you, can, you can see it affecting that way. You can even watch in the movement uh, what happens to your saliva glands because oftentimes you'll start preparing for eating. With it's, it's just what we do. And uh, again, this is all just bringing us more present. So really to investigate walking in this formal walking practice, please don't skip it. And we know that happens. And, um, and then in the regular walking, so uh, a kind of continuity of mindfulness. And now we got some announcements. Let Hi, folks. Good morning. I asked my colleagues if they wanted me to do any uh, teaching today, and they said, uh, we'd like you to do the announcements. (laughs) We think that's perfect for you. (laughs) One-on-one practice meetings are happening today. So um, um, the, uh, a third of you will be seen in a one-on-one meeting. And so uh, even if you had, a, you had a group yesterday, please check uh, the schedule. It's posted out there. And uh, you'll, you'll have to scan all, you know, the whole list to see if you're there. And um, Philip is meeting in the council house uh, where the registration stop was. And Dawn is down by the sweat lodge area. If you go just past the dining hall, there's a a pathway and there's signs indicating that. Uh, I'm in room one, which is right right out here as you exit the, the, the foyer. And uh, Tawari is uh, in room two, which is right right next to room one. And so, um, uh, if you're not not seen today, you'll be seen tomorrow or or the following day. So, but do do check, and um, yeah, it's helpful if you can be on time. Um, we'll uh, just wave you in as the the person before you comes out. Starting uh, today at 3.45, we'll do um, a kind of heart practice uh, sit. Uh, So one of the teachers will guide at the 3.45 sit today. Um, Also, um, 
starting this afternoon at 2.30, uh, Affinity Sits will, will begin. Today is um, a BIPOC uh, Affinity Sit, um, and uh, tomorrow will be LGBTQ, and then uh, same order for, for uh, Thursday and Friday. And the the kind of inspiration uh, behind that and the invitation, not a requirement, but anybody who today identifies as uh, black, indigenous, or person of color um, is uh, warmly welcome to sit at the 2.30 sit in the, the West Hall. And the 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 spirit of that is the recognition that um, you know, for somebody who looks like me, most everywhere I go because of the color of my skin, how my gender is perceived, most everywhere I go, I'm offered some sense of belonging. Yeah. And that is very far from a universal experience. And... Um, it's important for, uh, for each of us um, to find our um, place of belonging. And with the Dharma, it's not so much that you have to assimilate to the Dharma. It's more like you find your belonging within it. Yeah? That's the spirit of the affinity sit offering. And... Um, it's uh, a silent, silent sit. There will be a teacher or staff member just to, to welcome folks. And um, again, that's in the West Hall and details are posted on, on the, the board. Um, we have had some, some questions about, um, about uh, journaling. And... Um, uh, there's no kind of formal um, prohibition or anything like this. Um, you, you really want to use your discretion about um, what is actually supportive for the continuity of mindfulness. Yeah? And uh, there may be occasions when journaling supports that, and there may be occasions when it erodes that. Yeah. And so there can be that tendency, like oh, one a, a teaching colleague here, Vinnie Ferraro, says that when he's on retreat, like journaling is a little like his attempt to like smuggle insights back from the other side, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but here's the thing, like they <laughs> they soak into your heart more deeply when you're really just there for them. Yeah. And so, uh, so just to be judicious with that. And it, w- during the Dharma talks, it's fine to, you know, to take notes or something, but probably during, during other periods, at least in the hall, uh, just to put, put, the, put writing aside and just, just receive. Um, Sometimes uh, uh, teachers or staff may be getting to a meeting and so might bow into uh, a lunch line or something. Um, 
And so just ask your understanding for that. And um, if you write a note, if you have a, re- a note to, to the teacher, um, if it's for a particular teacher, uh, it's helpful just to write their name on the, the uh, uh, outside of the note, just so we, 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 don't, we're, we can keep your privacy or confidentiality if it's directed specifically to, to a particular teacher. Okay. Have a yeah. Have a, a yeah. Wonderful day of, of practice. Meetings start um, at, at at ten o'clock, so it might be as early as fifteen minutes or so. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.